Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome, friends, to another r slash I don't work here lady video. Today we've got a story of someone making a Karen cry. But first, a story from Shora and I. I don't work at the grocery store, y'all. This happened three separate times at the same grocery store near my house. All are at least a year ago. But I only realized recently that these are situations where people thought I worked there. For context, we really like the self-checkout setup at this store because husband can stand at the scanning station ringing up the items and then a conveyor belt sends them down to me where I can bag them and put them in the cart after. It's super efficient with the two of us, so we really like doing this. Most other people we see are there alone, so they scan all their purchases first and then walk down and bag everything up after. We're usually the only duo making quick work of it, but truthfully it's because we're both introverts, so we're moving fast to buy our crap and get the freak out of there. Cue the confusion from other people. The first incident, short and anticlimactic, an excited lady came up to me smiling and said, Wow, how do I get one of those? Indicating to me bagging, where everyone else has no unbagging for them. I think she's being conversational, and I'm newly married enough that I'm still used to the weird things people say about marriage that make no actual sense to me. So I smile back, gesture to myself, and say something to the effect of, Marry a good one. Her smile fades as she looks back and forth to the husband and me, realizes we're married and I'm not the grocery bagging lady, and then she glances around awkwardly while wandering off. I think the interaction is weird, but move on and don't think about it until the next two. Second incident, we're creatures of routine, so you bet we're doing the same exact setup of husband scanning and me bagging. Right next to us are the smaller self-scan stations, so the bagging area is right next to the scanner, and it's ideal for people there alone with 15 items or less. Unfortunately, this is the height of lockdown in the US, and lots of places are getting short-staffed, so the scanner can sometimes mess up, and there's no staff member standing right there to help you. Cue this non-interaction. I'm much better now, but I've always had social anxiety, so big places with lots of people make me retreat even further into my head. Loud people only make that worse. A woman at the smaller stations is speaking loudly and aggressively, but I'm not listening because I'm busy. I hate being in public, so I'm probably at my limit on interacting with others at this point. And also, I just think some people are loud sometimes and I don't need to care so I don't. Our scanner needs some employee input too, so we're unfortunately just standing around waiting for someone to come clear the error, just like the loud woman likely is. I also have a problem with overwork. I know I'm trying to cut back, I promise. So I take the opportunity to get on my phone and check work emails and probably fire off a response or two on whatever the heck project I have at the time. I'm still not listening to Loud Lady, but she's close enough that it's sort of obnoxious as she keeps speaking. But I'm absorbed enough in work crap that I tune her out as best as I can. Work email sorted, I distinctly remember avoiding looking her direction because she's loud and I'm really reaching my freak I hate being in public limit, but eventually looking behind me as I finally register she's aggressively trying to get someone's attention. 
Since I can tell it's directed a certain direction, totally missing its at me, I remember looking back behind me and only seeing the bathrooms and summer random patrons milling around. Weird, I think. Who the heck is she talking to? There's no one over there. Oh well, not my problem. People are all sorts of strange. And I go back to aggressively minding my own business, a skill I'm incredibly proud of for the record. Right around this point, thankfully an employee appears, codes whatever thing our scanner needed, and then walks over to aggressive lady next to help her. It's at this point, as I'm giving a sigh of relief that someone can help her and get her the freak away from me, that I finally turn towards her as we're grabbing our things to leave, that I see her point at me and, I assume in hindsight, ask the employee if I work there. Employee looks confused. I only half heard what she said because I was still aggressively minding my business, but I stop and pay attention, seeing her finger pointing at me, and now I'm giving both my full attention. Employee says no or shakes her head as I vaguely remember, but what I remember super clearly is a loud lady now just stares at me with her mouth open. Husband's finished throwing the last few things in the cart and starts heading towards the exit, so I just smile at this random lady staring at me. No idea what the heck just happened, but leave. Only in hindsight did I realize she was probably trying to get my attention all that time. But y'all, I'm talented at tuning things out. I'm from a huge family with four older brothers who were constantly getting into something. So I learned young to tune out chaos that had nothing to do with me. Also, real talk, people in the ghetto are taught to do that because no one has time to pay attention to every single thing going on around them. And I only notice people wanting to do that who grew up in safer neighborhoods. No problem, live your best life, but I want nothing to do with most situations. Especially chaotic ones, because it benefits me in no way to get involved, and if anything, can drag me into a bad situation instead. So I stay the freak out of stuff. Third and so far last incident. You guessed it, same setup as always at the conveyor self-checkout. The woman was so nice, but good gracious I'm dense, and she missed so many opportunities to realize her mistake. So this was a perfect storm of LOL all around. We're stuck with an error or input needed again with no employee in sight, so I'm on my phone while standing at the bagging part, as usual doing, you guessed it, work emails again. I have a problem I know, but get chastised enough for missing one godforsaken important tidbit buried in an email once, and it's easy to become way too attentive as an overcorrection. Anyway, this nice lady walks up to me and gives no context but says she needs help. She looks about my age, maybe only a little older, but I was frequently mistaken as being younger than I am, so that probably isn't helping me in these situations. I actually don't mind helping people anywhere if they come up asking for help, and since I'm stuck waiting anyway, I say sure and ask her what she needs. I honestly forget what her problem was all these months later, but I remember it was something where she too needed an employee. So I told her to stand at the station where employees usually are stationed and wait for someone. I say this with a smile, think nothing of it, and go back to work on my phone. I don't remember the exact way she asked for help again, but I remember I was typing a response to a coworker or boss and she interrupted me twice. So I was at first accommodating, but the second time asked her to let me fire off a work email first and then she could ask her question. This time she tried to lead me somewhere and I vaguely register my husband saying my name to get my attention as I start going with her. In hindsight, yeah, I was clearly mentally checked out to start following her. 
I stop a little alarmed that my frazzled, overworked brain was snapped to attention so aggressively, and husband tells me gently that she thinks I work there. He turns to say something to the lady, but I laugh and say, She doesn't think I work here. She just needs help. I'll be right back. I turn back to her with a smile and gesture to go ahead. Whatever she says ends us back up at the employee station, where I tell her she needs to wait for an employee. I remember her mentioning something about how it takes so long for someone to come, and I gently reply that I'm sure they're understaffed, like a lot of places are, so we just have to be patient and we'll all get through it. She then asks sweetly why I couldn't help her, and I genuinely still don't click that she thinks I work there, so I laugh and say I probably could figure out their MS-DOS system if I tried, but you know, that's it because I still think we're being conversational. Husband's still hanging out with all our stuff at our register, so since I can see we're not leaving anytime soon, I hang out with the lady a bit and make what I assume is small talk while she's actually trying to genuinely figure out why I can't just do whatever thing she needs done. Because she's so nice about it, I think some of her questions are a little weird, but just keep being a total dunce by thinking we're just chatting as two people passing the time in the same situation. Oh, what department do you work for? Oh, I do job description, which is really cool because... Eventually, an employee comes and keys in whatever we needed at the register, where husband's been patiently waiting, and I tell the lady it was nice chatting or whatever and go to leave. It's at this point she asks, a little panicked, where I'm going. And I'm genuinely confused as I tell her I'm going home. Her mouth is a little agape as she says, home? Then who's going to help me? I tell her an employee will and that I'm done shopping so that's why I'm going home. She keeps gaping as my husband hands me my purse and jacket and I think she finally realizes maybe who in the world knows, and wanders off as I turn around and leave. Husband, gently again, tells me she thought I worked there as we're leaving, and again I laugh and go, no, I don't have to work somewhere to help people. I realize typing this out that I must be an exhausting wife to keep up with sometimes, but he's very patient with my overworked brain. I also realize typing this all out for the first time that I stopped checking work emails over the weekend, what I was doing in these stories, but I was just answering work stuff at a friend get-together last night at 8pm on a Friday night and husband told me I've gotta stop working after hours then too and I responded in a huff saying I wish I could but boss this and that. I have a real problem I finally realize. (sighs) Time for hard stops. My brain is always so dead these days. This was half I don't work here lady and half just venting about the difficulties of the modern day where you're always just available. When you go into the store, are you going in there to get in and out every single time? Or if there's somebody along the way that's trying to be a little conversational, do you not mind chatting them up a little bit? Let me know which way you roll in the comments down below. I know personally when I'm going to the store, I just want to get in there, get what I got, go straight to the self-checkout if I can, just check out and get out of there as fast as possible. I don't want to talk to anybody. Honestly, if I have to go to a cashier, I hate the little chit-chat a lot of them will make just in that situation. I don't know if it's a really bad thing or not, but I kind of just prefer silence and just checking out and just saying thank you on the way out. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. If you do so, you won't miss out on any of my daily videos. And each video has awesome stories, like our final story of the day from an anonymous poster, Karen breaks into tears when in front of cops and judge. This happened around 10 years ago, so I may miss some important details. 
Important background, my mom is paralyzed from the waist down, so my dad and I would take her out grocery shopping every now and then. She had a motorized wheelchair, but it was too bulky to take with us to the store, so we brought her non-motorized push wheelchair with us. Dad would push her around while I would pull stuff off the shelves she wanted us to get and put them in our cart. One other note, Dad has a voice that he's used in the past to scare people. Just ask old potential boyfriends of mine. While doing this, Karen began yelling, Hey, miss, then whistling, then the dreaded throat clear. I put the last item in the cart and turned and said, Can I help you? When she thrust a list at me and demanded, Get me the stuff on my list. I should note that I looked nothing like the employees. They were blue from head to toe, basically, and I was wearing a yellow sundress with daisies on it. I said, no, I'm helping my mother now. I think there's an employee at the front desk who could help you. She didn't like this and reached out to grab my arm, saying something like, you'll help me now. Sorry, no threats of, I will get you fired. I shoved her away, shouted no, when I felt the blood running down my arm where her nails had broken my skin on my bicep. Dad looked over and kind of freaked when he saw the blood and shouted, leave my daughter alone. Mom was looking at something on her list, but my dad's voice was loud enough to get an employee to rush over. He asked if there was a problem, and my dad said, This woman just assaulted my daughter. Do you have a first aid kit or something to help her out? I'm going to call the cops while you get this. Upon hearing the word cops, the lady just sunk to the floor crying, and trying to say that it was just a misunderstanding. When the cops arrived, I'd have been bandaged up, and the manager had come up and upon listening to me and my dad's story, as well as the employee describing the aftermath, they went to the back with the manager to check the video. Meanwhile, the lady's crying, saying, I'll lose my kids. No sorry or anything like that. The cops arrested her for assault on a minor and took her away crying. At the trial later, the two things I most remember is that she was on probation and did indeed lose custody of her kids. I think the father got them, and she tried to say, it was an honest mistake, I thought she was an employee. Whereupon the judge said, even if she was an employee, what gives you the right to grab someone like this? While showing her the pictures that were taken of my bloody arm, she broke into more tears as the judge read her sentence, including the loss of her children due to violating her probation, plus some community service, I think. Much later, as a part of her effort to get her children back, she had to write me a letter of apology, which is still in my parents' attic in a box. If you were OP in this situation, and this is after it went to trial, would you ever be able to truly forgive this Karen? Like, obviously what they did wasn't, like, damaging or flat-out just permanently traumatizing. But almost every step of the way up until the trial, they seemed almost unapologetic in thinking about themselves. So after all that, and after they got sentenced and whatnot, would you be able to sit down and say, I forgive you for what you did? Maybe alone from the sheer punishment they got? I'd like to know what you guys think down in the comments. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of both of these stories, which one was your personal favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.